Well, greetings this morning to our Tri-State family. This is Pastor Jack. And this is Pastor Brian. Hey, we are really glad to be here. We are sitting here in the, uh, the lower level of Tri-State Community Church, and we have uh, my co-worker and, uh, uh, and parishioner here, Adam Muir, helping us record these podcasts. Uh, we uh, just want to start off by saying we already miss you, and we really want to stay connected to you. Um, hey, folks, uh, this is some new terrain for us, isn't it? Uh, there is certainly a lot of fear and uncertainty, uh, loneliness, uh, it, it, just a lot of thoughts and stuff going through our hearts and our minds. And but we, as as pastors, Pastor Jack and I, we uh, definitely, we are here for you. Isn't that correct, Pastor? You bet. And so um, we want to share some thoughts with you today here on this podcast. We want to stay connected. Um, boy, there's one verse, a, a section of verses that kind of were coming to my mind as I was thinking about this. Um, in 1 Peter 5, 6, and 7, it says, Humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand. And, you know, we just, we want to remind us, we want to remind each other that our God is mighty. And in situations like this, we realize that we are a vulnerable people. And that's not a bad thing, because this reminds us that we serve a mighty God. But we humble ourselves under God's mighty hand that he may lift you up in due time. Here is a verse that, that the next verse, verse 7, has spoken to me for years and still speaks to me. It says this, cast all of your anxiety on him because he cares for you. I always had in, in my mind as I considered this verse, I always, for some reason, I had a in my mind, uh, uh, somebody on a boat and, and anxiety was overcoming him on this boat and he, had to, and he or she has to gather all that anxiety and be intentional, gather it and throw it overboard, you know, and really give, give it to Jesus. And that's what we are called to do right now. We are to, called to lay our burdens down. Um, Boy, many of us right now are going through the, you know, we ironically going through the this emotionally healthy spirituality course. And in the course, it talked about resting in Christ. And a lot of it in the, the, the journey of the pastor that had written the, the course, he had disconnected from society for a while in order to connect with Jesus and to slow down. And right now, even though this is really, really difficult, and we got to encourage and help each other, this is an opportunity for us to look up. Look up, child, right? <laughs> look, up to, look up to Jesus. Look up to our Heavenly Father. You know, being from Milwaukee, I had been really enjoying the Milwaukee Bucks this year in their, their run to the playoffs. And it was really sobering, I think, for a lot of people when they started canceling the professional sports you know 
And I was just instant, as I thought about that, I was like, wow, my first year and how many, <laughs> since the 70s, since the Bucks are in it, right? I'm like, well, this is a little bit of a bummer. But as I thought about it further, I thought, wow, I've talked often or have shared often how on sports can become our idols. And so many things can become our idols. We can enjoy them or they be can become an idol. And I uh, I thought of uh, something I'd been studying and, and was planning on sharing on, and uh, uh, it was John 15, uh, where, where Jesus, John 15, 1, Jesus said, I am the true vine. And, and Dante did such an excellent job of talking about this uh, when he was talking about being the bread of life. I am the true vine, meaning that Jesus is our true sustenance. And my father is the vine dresser. Our father is the gardener. He wants to prune us. And even in this very difficult time, he wants to prune us, draw us to his heart. How uh, it is of the utmost importance, saints, that we stay connected. Or maybe if we're not connected, connect to Jesus. If fear is overcoming us. John 15, verse 4 and 5 says this, Abide in me. That word means remain in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine. So neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him, he bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. So in in times of, uh, in scary times like this, we want to remain in Jesus. In good times, we want to remain in Jesus. In every time, we want to remain in Jesus. As everyone's aware, we're in the midst of a pandemic. And for those of you that aren't quite sure what that means, it's defined in the dictionary as a disease that is prevalent throughout an entire country, continent, or the entire world, an epidemic over a large area. So during this time that uh, Brian and I are together, I'd like to share a few thoughts regarding living out our mission during these troubled times. Our mission in light of the present crisis, how do we how do we walk out or live out this mission? If you remember, we looked back a few months and we were talking about our mission is to live by faith, to be a voice of hope, to be known by love, and to make Christ known. The first is to live by faith. The coronavirus has not taken God by surprise. He still reigns on high and has not abdicated his throne to anyone. While the world lives in fear, we know Christ can dwell in peace. We who know Christ, we can dwell in peace. Paul wrote in 1 Corinthians 6.20, For you have been bought with a price, therefore glorify Christ in your body. And again in 1 Corinthians 7.23, he states, for you were bought with a price. Do not become slaves of men. We have been purchased by the precious blood of Christ and are called to trust. In Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, 
The scriptures tell us, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. We place our trust in Christ and let him protect us. Please read in Psalm 91 and meditate on these precious verses. What a comfort it is to our souls. Psalm 91 states this, He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, My refuge and my fortress, my God, in whom I trust. For it is he who delivers you from the snare of the trapper and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his pinions, and under his wings you may seek refuge. His faithfulness is a shield and bulwark. You will not be afraid of the terror by night or of the arrow that flies by day, of the pestilence that stalks in darkness or the destruction that lays waste at noon. A thousand may fall by your side and ten thousand at your right hand, but it shall not approach you. You will only look look on with your eyes and see the recompense of the wicked for you have been for you have been made the lord or you have made the lord my refuge even the most high your dwelling place no evil will before you befall you nor will any plague come near your tent for he will give his angels charge concerning you to guard you in all your ways they will bear you up in their hands, lest you strike your foot against a stone. They will tread upon the lion and cobra, and the young lion and the serpent you will trample down. Because he has loved me, therefore, I will deliver him. I will, let him, I will set him securely on high, because he has known my name. He will call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble, I will rescue him and honor him. With a long life, I will satisfy him and let him behold my salvation. In these precious verses, we find our security is for the one who trusts in the Lord. So as we go through these things, let us keep our eyes on Christ. As we face these perilous times of darkness that are sweeping over our land, we have a wonderful opportunity to shine forth the love of Christ. The second part of our mission is to be a voice of hope. We can accomplish this by offering people the answer that is found in Colossians 1.27. Christ in you, the hope of glory. This can be done by speaking to those you come in contact with while at work, the grocery store, gas station, or just complete strangers. We can also help to spread the good news by just by making phone calls to unsaved family, friends, co-workers, and neighbors. We can also help some of the elderly get some of the things that they may have need of, such as prescriptions, groceries, toilet paper, that is if you can find some, and the other things that the elderly may have a hard time because of their lack of mobility. The third part, is to be of our mission is to be known by love. This is not necessarily a fuzzy feeling, but a direct act of his will. 
Paul said in 2 Corinthians 5.14, The love of Christ controls us, having concluded this, that one died for all, therefore all died. And again, I quote Paul in 2 Timothy 1.7, For God has not given us the spirit of timidity or fear, but of power and love and discipline. 1 John 2.17 states that the world is passing away and also its lusts, but the one who does the will of God abides forever. I believe that God has prepared us for such a time as this. Never in my 70 plus years have I seen the fear and panic in the faces and eyes of so many people. People are in a panic. I looked for a week trying to find something as simple as bath tissue and everywhere was sold out. The shelves in many places are dwindling down to nothing as people hoard in fear of what the future holds. We will get through this, Tri-Staters, but we must give people an opportunity to come to faith, to explain our hope, and to show them the love of Christ which lives within us. We may at times wonder when it will all end and how much and to what degrees of suffering we will go through, but let us say as Job did in Job 2.10, shall we indeed accept good from God and not accept adversity? As we move forward, let us, live, let us not live in fear as those who have no hope, but let us humbly trust in the Lord and reflect on those verses in Psalm 91. And as Paul wrote in Galatians 5.13, through love serve one another. May God bless each and every one of you as we labor together during this time of pestilence. Amen. Amen, Pastor Jack. Thanks for those good, good thoughts as we want to cling to the Word and the God of the Word, God, during these times. Uh, we, we are still on mission. And I, I also think of our, our vision as Jack and I met today, and we're praying for all of you people. We are available to all of you people. Um, and our vision hasn't changed. We think about this, that all entrusted to our care would live a Holy Spirit-empowered, sacrificial, Christ-honoring life, and would one day hear the words, well done, good and faithful servant. We're going to have good times and bad times, folks. There's been one, one verse along with that verse in First uh, Peter that's been rolling around my mind. It's James. Consider it pure joy, my brothers, whenever you face trials of, of many kinds. And certainly we are in the midst of a trial, aren't we, Pastor Jack? You, you know? bet. And, but I think about that. Well, does that mean we're, oh, yeah, thank God for the coronavirus. No, we're, we're not. We understand this is serious, but it's pure joy from the standpoint of this. Many of us have gone through serious, serious trials. If not all of us have gone through serious trials. And, we're, and when we're able to look up and look to Jesus and we're able to endure, and there's a little bit less of us, a little bit less of our methods and a little bit more of Jesus, a little bit less dependence upon our flesh and our own strength and more dependence on our Heavenly Father. It's a good thing. 
And time like this is incredibly purifying. Consider it pure joy, my brothers, whenever when we face this trial, because this is this is developing in us a perseverance and really a clinging to Jesus Christ. And that's where we want to be. We want to cling to Jesus Christ. And we want to help each other, folks. But I think of the the verse in Hebrews, and these are verses. I, I just, during this time, we have all this extra time. Memorize some verses. Enjoy the word of God. There is no burden in that. It is incredible to be able to take the word of God, to put it to memory, and to let it just resonate in our hearts. And here's a verse I memorized, oh, probably 30 years ago. It's in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 24. And let us consider how we may spur one another, one another on toward love and good deeds. As Jack and I met today and we're praying for you, but we are, we're, you know, so thankful for each other. We're so thankful for John uh, Wanschneider and Tim Doffing and our leadership council. And we, we uh, put them on the speakerphone and we all prayed together and we're all thankful. We're so thankful for you. And we want to we wanna be available to spur you on towards love and good deeds. And we want to be multiplicative with that. We, we, wanna, we think of the, the text that says, don't be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Anytime we're in this state of being idle or focusing on the problem at hand, that problem, and this is a serious problem, we understand that, but that problem grows in our heart and in our mind to the point that it begins to dominate us, where we're living under that fear. And we want to, uh, we want to reach out to each other, check up on each other. You think of all the saints, think of those that maybe are disconnected, reach out to them. Yeah, this is a wonderful opportunity, I believe, for each and every one of us. Lord, to, or for us to show the love of the Lord to uh, people who are presently apart and people who have uh, left Tri-State, an opportunity for us to reach out to them and just check on them, see how they're doing. Especially some of the elderly who uh, are much more susceptible to the coronavirus. It says in Proverbs, Chapter 10 and verse 5, He who gathers in summer is a son who acts wisely, but he who sleeps in harvest is a son who acts shamefully. This could be a great time of harvest in each one of our lives, Lord, as not only in reaching people for Christ, but also in our own lives as we go through this time that we might, might harvest the fruit of the Spirit in our lives, and the, uh, that we might also mature more as we learn to trust and obey as we are going through these trials. 
Remember that Christ sits on the throne. Nothing takes him by surprise, and we should uh, be able to sit back and experience the peace and joy of Christ, knowing that nothing's going to befall us that he's not aware of and that he will not see us through. Amen, brother. Uh, great word. Great word. Boy, I was thinking uh, about Proverbs 3 through 5. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Boy, over my Christian life, if there is one thing that has slowed me down in the faith, it's been half-heartedness. And now it, this is an opportunity, isn't it, Pastor? <laughs> Wonderful opportunity. This is an opportunity for us to look up. Look up, child, right? The song goes, look up. Proverbs 3, 5, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight in all your ways. And that's what we want to do. Tri-Seaters, I am uh, available to you this weekend, okay? I'm I, I work during the day, but I'm available after five. This is my cell phone. It is 563-495-0925. This is Pastor Jack, and you can reach me at the church number which is 563-556-6951 or on my cell phone, which is 563-590-8088. And I will be available at any time to uh, talk with any one of you that would like to uh, share thoughts or fears or for, uh, for prayer if you want prayer. And understand that Brian and I will continue to labor in prayer for each and every one of you as we go through this. You're not in this alone. Saints, a few months ago, we were, we were given a prayer directory. <laughs> Maybe we think it's a contact directory. Pick that up. Pick that up. Start praying for families one by one. I'll tell you what. We know this. I've seen this in our lives. Certainly, Pastor Jack has seen that in his life. Prayer works. Let's be lifting each other. Let's be lifting each other up. Those of us that know Christ are indwelt with the Holy Spirit. We are, by that fact, we are leaders in this world by knowing Christ. And we need to be, we need to be men and women that are filled with his spirit, filled with his word, and men and women that are in prayer, not being overcome by evil, but overcome, overcoming evil with good. You think of our theme song here, very simple message. Jack and I, Pastor Jack and I were discussing this. Trust and obey. There's no other way to be happy in Jesus, but to trust and obey. We love you all.